animated Indian show, man. For March 8th, 2023. How's it going? How goes it? How is it? Oh my god, I gotta turn off these notifications that are here. But anyway, uh, what's happening? Well, back from the Bay Area where I thought it was colder than it was in Michigan in some of the days. Gee, I was in Napa and then I was like recording last week from somewhere near San Jose. And I was just like, at night, I only brought one long sleeve, like, uh, fleece kind of thing, which I greatly regret because <laughs> I forget how it, it could potentially get cold in the Bay Area if you go to, like, Napa or some shit. Or up in Tahoe, worse, because, you know, all the snow that came, like, two weekends ago in L.A., people are building, like, fucking snow, snowman, you know, snow person to be, uh, you know, bring some equity over here. Um building them and i just go like and then it quickly melted by like sunday monday you know uh a week and a half ago and i just go like wow and then it was still fucking cold it was like 31 degrees in napa and then we had a vineyard tour because i was out for our company offsite and uh we ended up doing an indoor barrel tour which was fascinating because like i don't like by the way it's gonna be my three-year anniversary of not drinking Oh, God. We were locked down three years ago. That's my reminder of it because that was the last drink that I had, you know, uh, at the bar trivia. But anyways, you can go listen to my sobriety episodes talking about that like two years ago or something at this point or 500 days. Anyhow, so it was fucking cold, and but I was like smelling all the aroma of the red and white wines, you know, and then I was like, wow, it's like great. And then I was the only one holding like a coffee cup. I'm a sober one over here, man. I'm a designated driver, although I'm not driving a whole bus for everybody for the company. But anyways, and it was fucking cold. And then all the grapes are dead. I, and I barely saw any sun until the day we left on a Wednesday a week ago uh, when the show came out. I just go like, holy shit, bro. Like, um, fucking, fucking weather is crazy. And then it was fucking warmer in Michigan before the next snow and then the freeze that was over in the West Coast obviously moved over to east uh you know this past friday so i just go like all right i i just look at the weather and be like any of the cold or warm fronts that are coming like if it comes from the west coast and the pacific it's like all right it's gonna take two days to get here and then it's about five hours from here in detroit to toronto area so and you know i get to the i moved from napa to where i was recording somewhere you know fremont uh san jose area and I know I went to the breakfast next morning on the Thursday, and I saw that, oh, snow in the desert. What, what, what do you say? And then the snow in Texas. And I go like, all right, this is really fucked up. I just go like, I know it comes time to time, but if I see that I saw snow, like all the power lines went out. Remember that? That was like two winters ago, you know, January 2021. And then we learned about the power grids in Texas versus the rest of them, you know. And I just go like, all right, like at some point, this is not a... Like, I'm not normalizing it, but it is getting normalized to a point where I go, look, man, the global warming has happened and the water's so fucking warm. What the fuck? And then, obviously, obviously, no, then the world, it should be warmer, isn't it? It's like, you dumb shit. If the water is warmer, which is 70% of the earth is fucking covered, you're going to have more extreme weathers. Case in point, where we're getting, like, extreme weathers, like, right now, and also in the east, you know, in Asia, you get a bunch of fucking typhoons in, like, October and shit torrential pouring rain i just go like infrastructure and all that's not said look at indonesia they're dealing with this shit too you know like extreme flood that's coming and stuff and then they're like fucking capital jakarta is like sinking by the day you know man you get the other extreme where like okay because of this like ever-changing extremes of the weather from the warm water you get the crazier typhoons crazier hurricanes and crazier systems 
You go on to fucking Venice, and I was like, Venice is fucking dry, brah. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, water's only that deep? <laughs> but I was just like, Venice is dry, brah. Venice is dry. I go like, where does all that fucking water go? The Russians, like, stop funneling water too because of the war? What the fuck? But, like, it, it, this is not okay. And then in the, I come back to the Great Lakes, and I was like, all right, I came into the winter weather. But it's been surprisingly either warm or ridiculously windy and cold to an extreme where I just go like, look, this is not a polar vortex. This is a fucking bipolar vo- vortex that we're getting every now and then. I go, this is not okay. And then what are we doing about it? Well, we're going to buy more electric cars. Yeah, great. Fucking fantastic. Are we doing the, setting up the infrastructure to fix that? Because the problem that we're fucking running into right now with electrical vehicle, electric vehicle is that, uh, yeah, the charging system, uh, the one, the infrastructure is not there other than Tesla. Number two, the coal battery to warm battery is, takes too fucking long, you know, as it has been witnessed in Midwest and other places and around America and North America. There's winter season. It's like when you get the extreme cold the other way, you're like, oh, battery's too fucking cold. So it's going to take like, oh, I don't know, fucking three hours to like get warmed up and get to the full maximum super fast charge. Ah, I just go like, all right, I might as well freeze and die by myself, you know, and then all these like oil knuckleheads come and say, I told you fucking so, like the fucking, eh, eh, fucking mouth breathing, fucking morons just like going. I was like, look at my iPhone 50, eh, eh, like it's got the, eh. He's like, I don't have to worry about that when I go to a gas station. I'm like, right, we're not eliminating it completely. We can't. We can't get rid of, like, fucking non-gas vehicles for, like, fleets at this point. Diesel trucks. Hollering shit. You know what I mean? And then they just go, like, we, it, uh, God, you know, it's like, it goes on and on. And then going to California made me, like, really think about it because I just go, like, Jesus. First of all, San Francisco... You know, I was in a Bay Area, you know, it was all around. And I ended up, one of the nights, I ended up driving the entire Bay because I refused to pay the toll <laughs> coming into San Francisco. <laughs> but also, uh, Friday was an accident because I, I was starting from Fremont, if you, you know, fucking knowledge over here. I was go- basically going clockwise from 4 o'clock all the way back to the 4 o'clock loop in the clockwise, you know, starting in the late afternoon and uh, Friday because... I went down to Sunnyvale, Santa Clara, South Bay, from San Jose-ish, and then I had to go up because I had to go to an AEW show in um, Cal Palace, which is in Daly City, you know, just next to the airport, SFO, which is like just past the San Mateo, home of Tom Brady, the GOAT, the GOAT, baby. Um, and then from there, I was like, oh, let's hang out near the Golden Gate Bridge where me and my old uh, uh, summer Berkeley roommate we hung out, and then it was fucking cold. Again, it was like fucking 31 degrees, and I only had a long fleece. But I, fine, whatever, I'm Canadian, I'll bear with it. And from there, I was like, all right, uh, time to go home. And then, uh, oh, fuck, I got to go across the Bay Bridge through Oakland and down to, like, yada, 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 Emeryville, all that, and back down. And I didn't realize how long the entire Bay of the Bay Area was. It was just like, it's only 40 miles, 40 miles, and then another 30 miles or so. And then I go, fuck, man, that was like two and a half hours in total that I fucking drove, not counting... F- you know, including the traffic here and there. So it was fascinating, but I just like, I, I it saw a lot. The usual that you hear about the homelessness, the, the technology, the advancement, all that, yada, yada, yada. And at the same time, I just go, I see empty cruises, like the cruise, the automotive, the autonomous driving taxi there, just going by itself on a late Friday night, like freaked me the fuck out. I saw one of these, the Waymo, down in uh, Phoenix, Scottsdale, uh, a couple of years ago when I was down there for some stuff. And I was just like looking at Waymo and got like, is that a fucking like, like 
driverless fucking vehicle going in this fucking desert and it was and i go like god damn it so it is in service and it's going and i saw another version of that and it felt fucking eerie because oh well i guess after this is the first time i visited after this whole pandemic lockdown whatever kind of like eased up a bit and then the fucking every bar restaurant that we try to go to uh in this one particular neighborhood in san fran not a mission district or anything because we don't want to deal with the parking and shit Everything just closed by like 10 o'clock. Although it says, oh, we're going to close at 11 o'clock. And we walk into one at 10.30, this Korean barbecue joint. And I walk in. I was like, sorry, the kitchen's closed. Like, we're closing. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? You rejected your own person, man. Like, you, 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 you declined service to your own kind. It's a Korean on Korean hate crime. No, I'm fucking kidding. It's not a hate crime. I, I could clearly see that like understaffed and all that is real still after the pandemic. But did I see like lawlessness? The police, lack of police, just jacking and CVS and shit. No, I did not necessarily see that. Did I see a poop on the side of the fucking street on the curb? No, I did not see that. Albeit, I was not in the downtown and then, you know, the fucking Wharfman's Bay and none of that. But I just go like, all right. It's like kind of like the Seattle thing I was thinking, the non-autonomous zone they had a couple of years ago uh, during the whole BLM protest and movement. And I just go like, look, that neighborhood had that like, funky business always there so i'm not i'm not surprised one bit that said i just go like well goddamn <laughs> same thing for san francisco i go and then it's already ghosty empty fucking 10 something at night and i just see this like fucking cruise taxis going without anybody they have no passengers either so i just go like so who's taking these they're just like driving around by themselves you know granted they're both euvs so it's like all right it's an ev vehicle it's going around no emission whatsoever but i'm like it's fucking Fucking, it feels like a fucking ghost town. So it's like, it's freaking me out. But, you know, we ended up getting some, you know, really good burger uh, at this 24-hour donut place uh, in near Chinatown, I guess. And then, uh, well, it turns out, you know, this this one particular joint, uh, All-Star Donuts, I'm going to say it right now, free ad for them. Uh, they said they changed the hours because if I go to the Apple Maps and show the Yelp or something, it's like, oh, we close at 10. But like, ah, we're going into the 24-7 model here. I just go like, ah, smart smart business, smart people. Because it's just like, rest of them closes at 10, 1030. I was like, ah, we'll run it. We're near some bars. And I know some people will walk in and be curious. It's like, you might want a bagel, bagel or cupcake or muffin or, I don't know. We, we can make you a sandwich. It's like, we got a sandwich. I got a burger. And then um, drink a Diet Coke because uh, I'm a sober Dover over here, right? So... Anyways, it was a very interesting trip out to the Bay Area. And then um, this is the first time I really drove around a lot. And I just go like, oh my God, I cannot imagine, you know, people kind of living here <laughs> with this fucking traffic. And then the traffic came back because everyone's kind of returned to office despite all the layoff and all that's happening. It's like, well, people got to fucking work, you know? So um, it's like, it was very interesting. It's like, it's like the pinnacle of the world's innovation and technology and software and everything. And yet, just uh, it's also the uh, you know grim reminder of like, oh my God, the extreme income inequality, and then the wealth disparity, you know, and all that stuff. And then I just go, well, you can't. I I always said you can't you can't beat the fucking weather. That's why I always say it about California. But like, man, fuck, if it's like thirty degrees like up there, you know, in winter, I'd be like, why why am I moving from, you know, Michigan? It's cheaper to live here. You know, I kind of had that thought too in one degree. But I just go, you know what? I gotta come back when the weather's nicer. Like in the fall or something. Not full winter. Not full summer when it gets really hot. And then you get like fucking wildfire or some shit. If I go into the mountains. So I go like, alright. Uh, I should come back like 
early fall, that kind of thing. We're in spring. We're, we're, we're in March, so we should be going into spring. But, you know, people out there are also saying, like, it was kind of exceptionally cold for, like, reaching spring at this point. So, anyways, uh, that was a fun trip going there. And then, uh, oh, yeah, and then I made it onto the fucking hard cam on the TV at the Cow Palace, the wrestling, which I did not anticipate. But I'm not going to get into that because it's not a wrestling show reviewing it. So, what was the main thing I wanted to talk about? I wanted to talk about the hockey culture, but uh, that's going to have to wait another day, another week, because uh, I haven't had time to do my research that I meant to do. So, uh, Dilbert creator Scott Adams has been in the news lately because he said the black Americans are a, quote, a hate group. And now he's defending himself going, he's been taken out of context, yada, yada, yada. But basically, long story short, what he said was like, white people should stay away from black people because all white people are going to be accused of is like not being whatever, uh, not being <laughs> all that shit. And then now he was on Cuomo yesterday. Chris Cuomo, yes, not Andrew, Chris, the younger brother. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I uh, used the hyperbole to start the discussion. And I'm like, okay. It's just kind of like, oh, where is this fucking going? And then, like, you know, it's like, it, I, I, I just go like, I, I don't understand where this guy is trying to go. That's why I said the AA is like the fucking animated arrogance. I just go like, look, if you made the money, because I started getting into a podcast about John McAfee the, on the, the Bloomberg podcast. And I'm like, look, man, if you make enough money, you have enough of much of a comfort level that you live long enough to see yourself become the villain, in my view. <laughs> and same for Elon Musk. Um, and we had this conversation in the Bay Area. I was like, gee, what's wrong with Elon? It's like, I don't know. He needs a fucking sleep, in my view, but whatever. He just, like, got into this God complex. Him and Kyrie and fucking Kanye at this point. Uh, and then Scott Adams, I guess you want to add to that also. It's like, maybe he was, this was the way he was thinking this entire time. So, I'm gonna, you know, he was reading off a survey where the Rasmus poll, Rasmussen poll said that, uh, I'm reading off of a Yahoo News article here, uh, that, quote, the 26% of the black respondents disagree with the statement, uh, it's okay to be white, while another 20% of the black people surveyed that they were unsure. The remaining 53% of the black respondents said they agreed with the statement, it's, o- it's okay to be white. So Scott Adams said on his channel, which I was trying to catch, but then I couldn't find the video anymore, so I had to find reload up of everybody. So he says, quote, I don't think it makes any sense as a white citizen of America to try to help black citizens anymore. It doesn't make any, it doesn't make sense. There's no longer a rational impulse, unquote. Um, <laughs> so his answer, I watched the, p- the video after where it happened, and it's like, okay, like, just get away from white people. Get away from black people. Oh, just go. It's, it's like it's hopeless. It's, like, it's hopeless and helpless. Basically, I'm paraphrasing. And I, I he refused. So I guess he went on the Cuomo, and then like Cuomo tried to like, all right, on the News Nation. I was like, all right. And then he says, uh, quote, uh, Scott Adams said it's a situation was a weirdly good experience. What the fuck is he talking about? If global cancellation is my price for free speech was worth it, Adam said. Quote, I am probably the only white man in America who has free speech today because I can say whatever the hell I want and I cannot, I can't get further canceled, unquote. See, the level of fucking arrogance and privilege here is next level. I don't care if he's like, said what he said, but my, 
this is why I go. I cannot be canceled further. I go well, partially true, but I just go like. So you get to show your true color after you made the money, and I'm just like that exactly. For you to get to that place to say it is the exact fucking problem that we're saying as minority, and I'm a minority too. I'm not black, but I'm a minority. Uh, he refused to apologize for comments because, quote, I offended people so that they would be drawn to the solution, unquote. <sighs> Instead, he offered a, quote, reframe, unquote, to allow people to get out of what he called a, quote, mental trap, unquote, of a worsening racial divide in America. Quote, we've literally monetized racism so that everybody can be a bit madder at each other. If you monetize racial divide, you're only going to get more of it. Unquote. Uh, okay, so I, the wormhole is going down to, I always ask this question. It's like, so what's your fucking solution, dude? What's your fucking solution? You cannot be cancelable. Great. So, big Yahoo over here. You started the conversation. What's your fucking answer? What's your fucking answer? And then I just go like, you know, Adam's, and then he needs to go look down. So here's his solution, if you're fucking curious, without going yada yada yada. Quote, tell your students that they have a perfect path to success as long as they get good grades. I'm assuming you're a good teacher and you have a good enough school that they can get a good education. And if they employ strategy and don't look backwards, just strategy, they'll do great. Now, they will, they'll still be uh, too much systematic racism <laughs> but you'll be able to just slice through like it didn't exist unquote i i go what what, what the fuck <laughs> look man if you just try hard i know the system system is against you still but like you gotta make progress i guess that's what he's trying to say but i go like okay it, it is awfully like simple-minded is this your shit genie idea you came up with scott what the fuck is wrong with you and I just go like, what is this? I, I, I get what he's trying to say, but I also go like, okay. I started saying, stay away from black people. Black people, just try hard. I go, what the fuck? It's like, I, 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 at the end of the interview, here's what Scott Adams said. Would I again, a quote, if I, would I would do it again to get to this place? I have to tell you, I feel like I'm supposed to be here. It's a weird feeling. Like I have, I never felt bad about getting canceled. And I can't explain that. Except I, that I feel like I'm supposed to be here. I feel like the race relations in this country are so broken that you just have to stir up some crap to get somebody's attention and maybe convince them to look forward and maybe work together with people who exactly uh, who have exactly the same goals, unquote. <laughs> so the solution was stir shit up. Let's see who goes, yeah! And then you're like, hey, I love this guy. And then like you go with it. What a fucking dumbass. Get out of your fucking bubble. Never integrate yourself in the community or something. I'm not telling. Maybe Scott Adams should be my next door neighbor in my condo in Detroit here in this zip code. How about that? But I'm like, I'm not saying am I, am I like all of a sudden an expert because I live in a city that's still 77.8% black. But I just go like, you... You really are in a fucking privileged position talking this shit up. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, maybe more people I agree with will show up. You know, this is the exact same of like fucking privileged shit. Kanye, Kyrie, all these like 
so-called pseudo intellects come out and say without like really offering up a fucking solution. I'm not saying go apologize. I'm glad that he doesn't fucking apologize because he goes like, oh, I want to solve it, but I want to solve it with only people that would do the fucking work. You know, if you just try hard, you'll do it. I started, I started this conversation. I'm like, you started this fucking conversation? The reason that you got to saying this fucking YouTube is because you got sick of the crap of the, whatever, the racial dialogue that we're having from like BLM and all during the lockdown and on. And then Colin Kaepernick, which is how this fucking AA show started with. If you go back and listen to it from late August 2016, the, the theme of the show and then like what I talk about is also like, I've been fucking consistent. This motherfucker hasn't. So shut the fuck up, Scott Adams. What the fuck? You got the money. Shut up. You know, I'm going to sound like Laura Ingram, which is like, shut up and dribble. She said to LeBron, like, shut up and draw, Scott. Shut the fuck up. You know, who the fuck are you? Dilbert sucks. <laughs> Dilbert's lame. White people love to reference Dilbert. But I'm like, I cannot relate to it. I did the whole Dilbert comic shit. Eh? I was like, ha oh, I laugh along with it. But as if like he's a racial problem solver over here. What a fucking maroon. What a maroon. Like, I stirred up the conversation. Fucking fantastic. Anyways, I'm going to leave it there. I can go on and on. Thanks for listening. Am I, am, I being a, am I being a little bit racist according to Scott Adams' fucking like, temperature meter here? The thermostat? Let me know. AA-show at, at outlook, AA-show at outlook.com. AA-show at outlook.com. Thank you for this shit. Get in a debate with me. Scott, let's solve this problem together. Me and you. Non-black people. Okay? See you next week.